This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Uh -oh. Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, we're Live at Five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bow, bow. Down, down, another ten days. We've got to wait another ten days. Yeah. This is a Wednesday version of the Live at Five show, and uh, we are ready. Locked and loaded. Let's see if I can get all this down here. I don't subscribe. Let's see. Where are we? Let's make sure I got everything here. Now I'll turn that off. And uh, here we are. Uh, hump day. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. So then, as we noted uh, at, uh, at the top of the day, otherwise known as the Hotline Show that's been on the air since the 1920s, uh, we have ourselves uh, a part of We have some more information than ever before. And if you've been on News Junkie in the last hour or so, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So let's get to it. First of all, thanks to News Junkie for putting my mug up there. Okay? Not everyone likes that. I get it. I understand. I understand. But uh, it's up there, and I appreciate it. So this according to the link uh, that Seven has, uh, has uh, Channel Seven's assessment. So this is how Channel Seven, and I was kidding around earlier, but it seems like we have to wait a little bit more. Special things happen for those that wait, right? My mom would always tell me that. Always frustrating. I have to wait another hour? Uh, this from Lexi Bruning, who is also an Oswego grad. Uh, we'll know within 10 days if the city's purchase of the Watertown uh, Golf Club will go to uh, get the go-ahead. Lawyers for resident, uh, city resident, excuse me, Mary Ellen Blevins, the city and club owner Mike Lundy, argued before state Supreme Court Judge James McCluskey Wednesday about whether the purchase should be halted or the case be dismissed. Ms. Blevins uh, filed a complaint in December, as we all know, asking the court to stop the $3.4 million deal between the city and Mr. Lundy. She argues it's an unconstitutional gift and says an appraisal should have been done. City's attorney, in this case, Jonathan Fellows, argues the purchase is not a gift at all, that the city purchased the property legally without corruption, and there are no facts laid out in Blevins' complaint alleging city council uh, wanted to give a gift in the first place. Okay, well, that's, that's a good argument, I guess. That's what you paid for, and that's, that's a good argument. You're a good man. He claims uh, the city exercised its judgment and voted that $3.4 million was a reasonable price. Meanwhile, Blevins' attorney says the city is giving much more than it would have received uh, by, uh, would, would be receiving by running the golf course. He claims it would be a 400% difference which he calls grossly unproportionate. Judge McCluskey questioned how much uh, would be considered an unconstitutional gift. 
asking if the court is required to determine what is considered disproportionate. Uh, so also uh, during court, it was revealed that Ives Country Club owner, Mr. Samayo, would receive $850,000 from Lundy, the developer, if the city, of course, uh, buys uh, Lundy's Golf uh, Club. And that's all they have. I got something else here, and I don't know where. I got, I'm assuming I got that from another source. But nonetheless, it's all there. But the one thing that's not there, and let me read this to you. Dip, 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 day. I know someone's on the phone. It's probably Jason. Jason, keep your pants on. My goodness gracious. We'll get to that in a little bit. I know people are very anxious. I'm upset. This shouldn't happen. Dip, 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 day. All right, so let's go to it. So this is, uh, this is what I got. God, I hope this is right. Okay, so Watertown, uh, the question of whether the city can proceed with its purchase of the Watertown Golf Club remains pending after State Supreme Court just, uh, Judge James P. McCluskey reserved decision Wednesday on multiple issues contained in a suit filed by a, a, water, a Washington Street property owner seeking to have the deal voided. The sale of the golf course property and its assets for $3.4 million was expected to close on December 29th, but Judge McCluskey enjoined the city uh, from completing the deal after city resident Mary Ellen Blevins filed action the previous day against the city. 11th hour. It's city council and three council members claiming, among other things, that the purchase agreement was, as we said, unconstitutional as a gift. The city has proposed using its capital reserve fund to buy the club, which includes blah, 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 we know. The agreement uh, also calls for a deed restriction with Ives Hill Country Club. That, of course, by LLC owner PJ Sameo, which... Mr. Sameo would take his golf club down from 18 holes to a nine-hole course, leaving the city uh, as owner of the sole 18-hole golf course, meaning uh, Watertown would be the only 18-hole golf course. It was revealed, this is the big reveal because we heard a different figure, uh, that it was revealed in court today that Mr. Sameo would receive $850,000 for Mr. Lundy in exchange for the deed restriction. Uh, I believe the number prior, you know, at least from what we heard here on the show and on the streets, was... 750000 so not much, not, not too far off, but now it's confirmed. Uh, Ms. Blevins' attorney, Matthew O'Neill from Syracuse, has asked that a preliminary and permanent injunction be ordered in the case, preventing the city from uh, consummating the deal. The attorney representing the city, Jonathan Fellows of Syracuse, has asked Judge McCluskey to dismiss the case outright. Judge McCluskey said he will not try to keep the golfers of the city waiting too long, indicating he would issue his ruling within, not by 10 days, but within 10 days. So today is the 11th, so by the 21st, is that business days? Do we figure it out that way? I'm, I'm also in the back of my mind trying to figure out when we're going to have Cliff Only in here. So we're not going to have Cliff Only in here tomorrow, but it could be as early as Friday, because he said within 10 days. Did I do that right? Let's go to the phones and find out. I'm sure I'll find out. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Um, I missed the first part of your show, so I'm pretty sure you broke the news to everybody. Of course, yes. You missed nothing. You just, we just started. So, yes, it's a, a 10-day wait, Donnie. 10 days. Yeah, did you talk about the, how much PJ was going to get? Yes, we did. Where are you? In, under a rock? Where? Don't you have a radio no, nearby? I was trying to call in. I've been trying to call in, so I missed the first part of it. <laughs> Hilarious. So I listen online on my phone. So do you really? I can't do both. Huh. And, well, yeah, so, yeah, we've got to wait 10 days. And, yes. Yeah, so, that's the, so, anyway, yeah, um, right. you broke that news. Right. Hey, thanks. On, I heard you on the radio today yeah. with Mrs. Uh, Dur, Dermandy. Dermody, yeah. Um, Debbie. And she said I should be banned. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> no. And she said she might be banned. I said, no. You're not going to be banned. And then she said, right. well, Lefty's probably going to so, be I mean, banned. I, I said, well, that banned. might happen. No, so, I was kidding. We were talking about the ban <laughs> thing. I was banned twice. 
um, Jeff tried to do it right. one time and it didn't work out. Right. But I just kept calling. I know, I know. You tried to do it too, and I. Just I didn't calling, try. No, so really no, 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 no. You, I never did. Never, never, never. Sorry. No, you did. Listen. You, Stop. I'm telling you now. Yeah. Because you helped me. I'll never forget that. In the middle of the night, I needed a thumb drive for my court thing, right. my trial. I couldn't find one nowhere because I didn't get the notice from the court till right. you know, it was like 4 p.m. And then at the time, I didn't have a vehicle to go anywhere. Right. And I called up Glenn Curry and I told him what I needed. Right. And then, then he hooked me up. I try to, so you know, I try to help. Court case. Well, I, you know, anytime. I mean, I know you needed it, and if I would feel terrible if somehow or other I could help you, and that you got. As it turned out, you won that. Wasn't that case dismissed or something? It's not a president. Well, I'm sure it did, but where, where did it go? I, that was so long ago, I forgot about it. That so was a, that it, was about the flag. They told me not guilty, okay. and that proved that I was, you know, within my rights. I don't know about that, but yeah, it probably did. What do you mean you don't know about that? That's what it was a whole. If I was guilty of what they charged me with, then no, I'd be wrong. But I said from the beginning right. that I was protected, but nobody believed me. I, I think but after I, I won the case, everybody was like, "Yeah, he can call now." Right, you can, exactly. Right, but so okay, so I was there for the jump drive. I never had you try to expel from this show. That's all there was to it. Well, there was other people, but I mean, it's already people. Cause I would get the hang up. That's, Jeff would always hang up on me. Yeah, well, that was a long time ago. Why are we bringing this up? We're talking about the golf I'm course. Just saying, well, I'm talking about the band thing with PJ. I don't right. think you should ban him. I think it should be all right. Now, PJ said he's not going to call the show. I, I talked to him. So he's like, I'm just going to obey and not call the show. But I think that's kind of messed up that you guys are not letting his side of the story out, especially about this $850,000. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> what, what, so that, that's double. That's, that's it's a double edge you got there. So what you're saying is that you want to hear it from PJ. We just read it in the in the article, unless the article's wrong. Well, it was reported, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jeff Smith said 750, and other people were saying the same figure. And now it's confirmed, unless that's erroneous, and that means nothing. It's uh, eight hundred fifty thousand. Eight fifty. So eight hundred fifty. The mayor said, he said a few years ago it was seven fifty, and that he hinted towards that it's probably more. Hmm. Like I got what he said. Well, you like, said a few years ago, at least seven fifty. Right. Well, okay. It turned out to be eight fifty. So he was in the ballpark. So what does that mean, though? Does it matter that it's not seven fifty? That it's eight fifty? So this it... is what it does make no sense. So after Blundy sells the golf course, right. He's going to pay, he, he don't even own a golf course now, but he's going to pay another golf course owner. To, he's going to gonna take seven, I guess the ideology, the idea is because you're scaling down to nine holes, we're the, you know, I'm selling this to the Watertown City, so and they're going to be the only 18-hole golf course, there's the difference. Chances are they're going to get developed. It, I mean, well, t- good luck with that in this town. It. Now you got Lundy and PJ right. sitting flush for cash, that 3.4 if they invested it, right. you can go to a bank and say, now give me 20. Well, maybe. And the idea being is that the city would develop that 65 acres, and then PJ can turn around and uh, develop uh, the back what what is now the back nine of Ives and, and make a development back that's there. Probably what's, it's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's but the idea. Do you think the city taxpayers should pay $850,000? That has nothing to That's not of our bit. No, no, so. no. But, Donnie, you're missing the point. It's an agreement between the two developers that if this deal goes through, you, out of the three point four million, you're going to get eight fifty for it for what you're doing to the back nine yeah, of your that's place. What I'm saying is like it's the deal 
is heavy. It's too heavy. Well, I mean, that, believe it. I mean, Donnie, that's where the, not for nothing. We've been, dis- we've been arguing this for months no, now. Let's talk about what Judge McCluskey said. Did you say, did you uh, quote what he said? What did he say? I got two sources here. He said that he won't let the Watertown golfer right. take too long. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So that means it's not good if you want an injunction. That's how I read it. Hmm. That's not good because he's like, now he didn't say the public. He said, you know, we're not going to let the public wait too long. Oh, and maybe that no, was, he just yeah. Said, we're going to not let, let the golfers. Well, Wendy and TJ are both golfers. <laughs> so he's not... He's not going to let them wait too long. So, okay, so. interesting. Let's let's look into that. So, if he's saying, if he's centering, or if, I guess, what is he saying? If he's saying to the golfers, interesting how, how Donnie picked that out, and instead of the citizens or the taxpayers, he said the golfers. Does that mean he's going to favor one or the other, in your opinion? That Well, here's all I'm saying. That's all it's been in my head thinking about since I read I read it. Okay. And I'm like, oh, my God, wow. that's not good. Donnie's Columbo. in the junction because... He's already telling the golfers, "Hey, I'm not going to wait." You know, he might—he's probably got a golf, you know, bag in his his closet. Well, his house, he, his well, he's a judge. I hope so. He's a, any professional has a golf set of golf clubs somewhere. If not, they're not professional because that's all they do. God bless them. Really? I mean, is that what you judge? Is- People buy, yeah, I guess. yes, yeah, exactly. What kind of golf clubs you got? Right? Did you ever, you know, Charlie Hershey? No, nah, just kidding. You guys are shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even golf. What are you talking about? I live right next to the damn golf course. I haven't been up there since we moved there twenty years ago. I'm the worst, right? but whatever. No, I never played on that course, but I have played on Ives. Ives is gorgeous. So both of them are. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, Donnie, thank you very much. Thank you. You're no on the problem. show. You're Thanks. not. You're not excluded. The why brings it up. You're on the air. What's going on? Uh, it's uh, Tim the Enchanter, formerly known as the Blind Guy. Yeah. So, hey, that's a good point by Donnie. Yeah, he makes a good point. That's I mean, all. now that I'm reading into that, what does that mean? He won't keep the yeah. golfers waiting. Here's the other point, uh, right? Yeah. So, I mean, he did indicate that he don't know it's a gift because there, it, it, there's no appraisal. Right. Okay, so if there's no appraisal, you go by what it was assessed for before. Right, and and that was clearly, and we stated that in the whole, you know, agreement right. that, that so we printed out. I would, I would think he's indicating from that appraisal, it would be a gift. But if there was a new appraisal, it was a lot more, it wouldn't be considered a gift. That's why I read into that. But hmm. I want to take a little bit different point. Yeah. How much is the park nine holes worth? You know how much it's worth? Uh, uh, six, it was six hundred. Well, I don't know how much. Eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, according to PJ, right now with no buildings. How, how do you how do you figure that? I mean, am I missing? Well, he's some? selling his for eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Right, right. Well, he's not so selling nine his. Holes he's he's making an agreement. Being sold by the city for eight hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. You can look at it that way. I don't see it that way, Tim. I I know where you you're don't going. See it that way, he's no. No. He's selling nine holes for $850,000. Well, I mean, as part of an agreement that, hey, if you do, it's, it's like a tit for tat. None of this happens unless the sale goes through. This town can't exist with two 18-hole golf courses. If one scales down to nine, the other one is more powerful. The other one yeah, gets all the, all the tournaments, which you, are moneymakers. Don't you see my point? I do. I do. You say my, my nine holes are worth $850,000. Not 2.9 million. Uh, I don't know if we can look at it that way, but I see what you. Tr- I see where you're going. I see where you're going with that, Tim. Yeah, see, you, you see, it, I mean, he he put a assessed value on nine holes. Yeah. 
And his nine holes are a lot better than those nine holes up there, I'm sure, <laughs> according to what I'm hearing golfers talk about. I mean, yeah, you do have some golf carts that's been sitting out in the snow and some buildings. Not anymore. They've been moved. Of as, as best as, right. But how much are they worth? <laughs> are, you, are you saying they're worth, uh, you know, two-point-some million dollars? Uh, those buildings and golf courts? No, no, no. Or, or golf carts, I'm saying? Uh, no. I, you know, don't forget the 65 acres. Well, that, that's nine holes. Right. Well, I know. I'm just I'm trying to make sense of this. But I, I say, but, but, so you're saying well, that... 65 be- acres must be 65 acres for PJ2 for 850000 Well, right? yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a... I don't know. I mean, me, let's find... Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Tim. No, 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 no. I, I want to be fair and balanced here, okay? Um, if anyone thinks Tim is making a good assessment based on the, on the dollar amount, based on what uh, PJ gets, I, I don't see it this way, but if I, maybe I'm wrong. So give me a shout. Uh, t- am I right? Is Tim is Tim on top of things? Does he see it differently? Does he have the vision? I'm blind. I see it differently. <laughs> I know you now. do. I know you do. Come on, hit the table. Don't <laughs> stop hitting that table, Glenn. You know what? I, I even got uh, Debbie Dermody hitting uh, hitting the table now, so that's an accomplishment. Actually, she didn't do it today, but I'm just kidding. All right, Tim. Great question. Um, I will pose that. I already posed that question. Oop, did we lose him? Right. I think we. Lo- I think we lost him. Hmm. That sounded odd. We have one of the developers outside the building. Nah, it's kidding. All, the, all of a sudden, the phone just died. You know who I ran into uh, today at, uh, at a professional office uh, was uh, Norm Peckham. And um, Norm, Norm is, is, is you know, I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, there are, certain, there are some people that are like Dick Clark. They just don't age. And, and God bless him for that because he's, he, he sold the, uh, his business, the Severance Photo Business, Back in 19... No, no, I'm sorry. He bought it in 1977 and moved it over to Lower Court Street. And I know I mentioned this briefly, but Norm looks great. You know, sometimes some people retire and they're already out of it and their body's worn down from whatever they did for for many, many, many years. And uh, Norm has embraced uh, uh, retirement like no one I've I've seen. He hasn't changed a bit. But I, I asked him, I said, did you go into the... To your old place, and he said, "Yeah, I was there a year ago." I said, "Oh no, you got to go back. You got to see what they did." And, and I told him I didn't know that was a former J.C. Penney building, uh, but uh, I mentioned this uh, the other day. Uh, Steve Bradley has just gutted that place out. And when you look at it, you you think, "Well, this is it. This is there's nothing more to this. It's just a big room that used to be a J.C. Penney." But instead, what you don't realize is there's two more floors, and he's got at least, and they're all flats. You know, one might be a one or two bedroom place, whichever. I'm going to count at least maybe six or seven, maybe more than that, not to mention the, the, the place downstairs. So it was exciting to see uh, Norm. And, yes, I did bring this up today because Norm uh, asked about Jeff. But I wanted to also include uh, what's going on in Lower Court Street and also to say that Norm would be excited to see his old place, the old Severance place. That used to be, and, if, and correct me if I'm wrong again, I wasn't here in the 70s, but I'm pretty sure it was in the old solar building. And right about that time, Norm said that the one-hour business, you know, the photomat business, one-hour development, we're going back now, folks. So anyone born after 1985 has no clue what I'm talking about. But back in the day, you'd have to have your photos processed. And the place on Franklin Street simply wasn't big enough. So that's when he moved out there, and they did the build there. So anyway, uh, no one's calling, so let's do this. Uh, let's do a commercial break right now. You're listening to the Live at Five show on a Wednesday, the 11th of January. We'll be back after this. You've been hearing about Harringe's contracting, and now you're always call you back. 
And welcome back. Uh, by the way, of course, today is Wednesday. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. It's also uh, Attorney Joe Stanley Day. He should be calling in any second now. So I'm looking at the phone as we speak here. But also, hot off the press, someone just texted me about moments ago uh, that uh, rock and roll star Jeff Beck died of uh, bacterial meningitis. Uh, and this particular person who sent this said, this is a sad day. This is his favorite guitar player. Once again, Jeff Beck has died of uh, bacterial meningitis. Also, I, uh, I, I, I sent this to a friend of mine. Another, another weird loss of life. Oh, where is it? Deep is, oh, boy. Uh, now I can't find it. Uh, as we know, Diamond of Diamond and Silk died two days ago. And there was a, mod, a 90s model that died. Now I can't find it. I thought I sent it to my friend. I'm looking at her email or text. That's how we communicate. And it's not there. But anyway, some beautiful model in her early 50s suddenly died. So, you know, the question arises again. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm one of those. Election denier. You're a racist. But it's very, very strange that young people i mean jeff beck died of meningitis that's sad jeff beck has to, had to be at least 65 maybe 70 years old whatever but this is this is strange something's going on here something is up and if you look and or read the israeli report the smartest people on the planet by the way i'm not being facetious when i say that what they say and what they do there means something and their numbers say hey, something's up 25 to 49 particularly men so, well, you know, one day someone will come up with a book, whether or not it will be legal to actually read it, or who knows what the world of this country, for that matter, is going to look like. I could care less what the rest of the world looks like. But this place is in this whole, the latest thing with Biden and how they spin that and Joy Bihar, uh, all the yentas of the world. It's, it's just amazing where we're at right now. It really is. Let's see if this is Joe. And it is. It's Attorney Joe Stanley. How you doing, Joe? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? Good, good. Last week, we were, and again, we talked at length last week. It was a great call. And you were just about, we, we'll talk about it now, of course, but this ongoing story. And then if, if you can give some insight to what's going on in the Massachusetts story with that missing woman up there, that would be great. But this guy uh, from Pennsylvania, uh, from the Poconos, by the way, um, criminology major in uh, the University of Washington, he almost got away with, with what happened there, but apparently because he left the sheath to the knife that he used, that really caught up to him, Joe. Is that it? Well, I mean, the more I read, he wasn't that clever. If he was getting a Ph.D. in criminal justice, he wasn't going to do very well because he, he left a lot of mistakes, you know. <laughs> well, first of all, you went into a house full of people, for one. Mm-hmm. You had your car there. You left all sorts of things behind. I just think he's more of a nut than right. anything. I mean, I, you know, serial killers that, that do that kind of stuff, usually, you know, they kill everybody. You know what I mean? Right. So there isn't any, I mean, I, I, you know, I just think he's a very disturbed individual. Yeah, and, and the first thing that comes to mind when you just said that was a, a horrible case back in the late 60s. I think it was in 1968 when Richard Speck killed all the uh, nurses, or thought he did, and uh, left one alive without knowing it, and she, uh, she squealed on him and described him. Uh, but uh, he was a nutcase that, he, that one thing led to another, but he felt compelled to kill everyone there because he didn't want anyone to know he killed the first one. So in this case, you're saying 
that this guy, for the most part, if you're going to be a serial killer, and thank God he didn't do this, you would normally kill every, or you would you would attack people that are alone. Is that what you're saying, Joe? Right. Well, yeah. You, you obviously it wasn't very well planned. You know, you, it's. I mean, normally a house full of people. Sometimes you know you might have difficulty. Sure. Just in general, you know what I mean. Four right. people. Right. 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 So, uh, what, uh, before we get into the DNA and how they caught him, wh- what are your thoughts about the twenty-year-old, in, uh, you know, the, the person that actually lived there? Because the police were so special. Uh, I, I guess they were—they really didn't want to divulge a lot of information, and we hear that often, uh, Joe. But a lot of uh, people, including myself, are impatient, and we look at it like, "Well, you don't know what you're doing." But it's obvious they knew what they were doing. They didn't mention anything about the the, the knife sheath, and they didn't mention anything about the fifth um, uh, roommate that physically, literally saw the guy in a mask and he walked right by her. Apparently, she's froze. But is, is, is that what happened? Do you think she just froze, Joe, and, fa- and failed to call 911? Can, I mean, is that what happened, in your opinion? Well, you know, I, I can't, you know. I, that's really something that I'm sure that person's got to live with whatever yeah. it is, and it was a horrible thing to begin with. And, sure. you know, I don't, I don't know. And, <laughs> I really would like to focus on, you know, the bad things this guy did. And right. The only person who was responsible was him. Yeah, sure. No yeah. question. Yeah, and, and you're right. She's going to have to live with that, unfortunately. bystanders, you know. Mm-hmm. Really, you can't really criticize somebody in that situation unless you're there yourself. That's true. Very true. Okay, so then he, he – this is weird. He leaves college four days early. He wants his father to fly out with him, and I guess we'll find out all of this. But what's, what's intriguing is that he gets back to his place in Pennsylvania, and I think it was at that time that he was being, st- they did a stakeout on him, and, they, and, they, re- and they, they saw him throwing garbage out of his own house at, I believe, two in the morning, and he dropped it off on his neighbor's side to, I guess, to be a diversion. Maybe he was suspicious after being stopped in Indiana that maybe they, they were on to him because they had the color of his car and the make of his car weeks earlier. But how at that point, or even prior to that, uh, Joe, did they, ha- did they speculate it was him based on uh, DNA of the family? How did that happen? Well, they, they had a DNA sample from the start, and they went into public websites that people allow their heritage to be traced, and they found somebody that was related to them. That's incredible. And, uh, you know, when you sign those heritage things, that's what you're agreeing to, right? Right. I don't think you're. I don't think you're agreeing to have what have a family member caught a murder for murder, but right, right. Uh, and it's not the first time because the uh, the the Golden Gate killer was killed in the uh, rather captured in the same fashion. Yes. Yeah, I think he was an ex police officer. He was ex trooper. Yeah. Yeah, he took. I mean, it took forever. I mean, that was that case was. 30, what, 30 years old? At, old. Maybe older than that. I think his first victim was in 1970 or 78, somewhere thereabouts. So, yeah, it was, it was a long, long time and uh, sadistic. And So I guess it comes down to this, Joe. It's real tough to be a serial killer in the 20th century, 21st century. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I, uh, no, you know, I guess, you know, a lot of these, you know, people are just mentally ill and disturbed, and they may not have family, normal family members, or, you know, mm-hmm. it just was fortuitous that other family members were getting tested for the genealogy. So, right, right. Uh, Did they know, 
when they came out with these you know, these websites like 23, you know, for the DNA, the chromosomes, and different names, heritage, legacy, whatever they call them, did they know that this would, would, would create such an environment for, 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 for law enforcement authorities to get their men uh, and the bad people because of the connection? Because when you get a DNA sample, your DNA sample is very similar to your brother, your sister, your mom, and dad. So at least it puts them in the ballpark. Is that what happens, Joe? Yeah, oh, well, and you know, when they set up these databases, they they knew that it had the potential to be a national, uh, you know, a national identification system. Mm-hmm. That's why they have all those disclosures on there, you know, saying that you have to approve uh, your DNA being disclosed to anyone. Hmm. Now, the question is, can, you know, I don't know that it's been litigated yet whether they can get access to the to these websites involuntarily. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. in other words, that can they get access to all the other data right. that people haven't voluntarily said, yes, I, I want to share. Hmm. Uh, and and let me ask you. I mean, what type, what kind of DNA can be left on the sheath of a knife that 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 signifies who who owned it? What 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 was on that sheath, uh, Joe? Well, it doesn't take much these days, Glenn. They can find DNA that's you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of years old. So amazing. Uh, doesn't take much. They've got incredibly sophisticated. <laughs> And I often said, I'll say it again and again. You got CSI North, Vegas, New York, LA, Atlanta, whatever. You got all. You got NCIS. You got all these little offspins. I I'm shocked that they don't have a TV show or Netflix show that is called DNA, because to me that would be so intriguing. Because it could be a bunch of good-looking investigators going into a case like you just said, Joe, that happened maybe 40, 50 years ago. And, and they go in and they have a little bit of evidence, but they have more technology 40 years later to get, their, to get the guy. To me, that's something people are intrigued with because this case is one of many where, like I said, it's real difficult to get away with murder. And that's a good thing uh, because DNA is, it, it points the direction right at the person that was at the crime without having a camera there. Um, so I think this is great for society when it comes right down to it, Joe. Don't you agree? Well, yeah, who knows, Glenn, in 20 years they might be using DNA to solve the simplest burglary or break-ins or whatever because who knows how sophisticated, and you might have to turn your DNA sample into the government to get the driver's license or whatever, who knows, because we've already turned over a lot of our our privacy rights, so when where will it stop? Yeah, that's true, but it also means that the innocent won't get caught or won't be thrown in jail. Uh, one 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 guy just got out of jail wrongfully. He was in there for over 20 years. Can you put a price tag on one or two or 20 years in jail, Joe? I mean, how do they determine? No. You know, how do you do that? No, I mean, it's, it's, there is no price. It's just no. it's, it's really tough to do, uh, regardless of you know the crime. But you know, if you're in jail for to me, if you're in jail wrongfully, uh, you deserve billions of dollars. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, but Joe, one one question. I, I don't think we asked this last week. But I saw this quick video of this a lawyer that, you know, they lived in a nice neighborhood and he had a complaint to his, law, to his neighbor. And he's at the door. This is all from a ring video, by the way. So this was shared online. And the guy says, your cameras, your surveillance cameras, ma'am, are pointing towards my house. What's, what do you have so much interest in looking at my house? And she said, they're not, they happen to be pointing at your house, but I'm not looking at your business. I'm just making sure that people aren't on my property. I said, no, nope, you're pointing at my, and he's all upset, Joe, of course. And, and, and then I read, you know, that later on, there was an attorney that came on or someone who knew about the law. He says, well, this guy might seem to think that he's right, but he's wrong. In reality, 
despite the fact that a camera, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, is pointing at any at your property or something that looks like it's pro- pointing at your property, that particular property owner has the right to do that. Is that true, Joe? Well, you have no right to privacy in the outdoors of your property from being scanned and taking pictures or whatever, uh, as long as it's not being sold for profit. So mm. you, you don't have no reasonable expectation of privacy in public places or people driving by from public places. Right, right. So... Uh, it, it, it doesn't make, I mean, th- that lawyer, he should have known that, considering he's in the legal field, he doesn't want to hear that, because a lot of people feel a little bit paranoid knowing that there's a lens pointing towards their house. Um, and, and, not, and, and to be quite honest, Joe, I kind of feel the same way, but I guess that's just the way it is in the 21st century. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I said. Our freedoms, and I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, that's the way it is. Right. You know, the cameras can't be intrusive. They can't be used specifically for surveilling the interior of your house. Right. But just general, you know, having it pointing out on the street and part of it catches your yard or whatever, that, that's... That's perfectly that's okay. okay. Gotcha. Interesting. That's why we asked the question, and uh, that's why I had that ready today, not to mention the DNA uh, evidence from that heinous crime up there. So what happens to uh, to this, uh, this, this this suspect here? Uh, does he plead guilty? What, what what would you tell him to do based on all the evidence? Well, I don't know all the evidence, Glenn, and I don't know what his mental state is, and I don't know what he's claiming. So I'm guessing that he, he's going to probably say it isn't him. Um, and then if they have an overwhelming amount of evidence, maybe he'll plead guilty. I don't know. Uh, that's 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 for that's for a future time. Yeah, no question. I'm just just at this point, it looks like it, I I'm speculating, of course, but it looks like they got their guy based on all the evidence. Uh, that's just me, though. But Joe, when people need to get in contact with you or any one of your associates here in Watertown in Syracuse or any one of your offices, how can one do that? Sure, StanleyLawOffices.com is my website. Phone number is one 800 and my email is joe at stanleylawoffices.com. Excellent, Joe. Great talking to you. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, and have a great weekend. Thank you, Joe. Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five Show. we got someone right away, right after that. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, it's crazy, right? Crazy, right? See, today they found another office where Biden kind of just, like, stored some uh, classified information and kind of forgot about is it. This different, <laughs> is this different than the other story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just came out with it. Uh, some other office he owned someplace, and yeah, he had a pile of stuff just sitting there in the office. Interesting. So this is the second. Yeah, I don't. You know, yeah. honestly, I don't. I don't see it being a big tragedy because whatever it is, it's from the time when him and Obama were in office. So and they'll downplay I mean, it, it because be, of that. Sure. It can't be that much of a secret anymore. Whatever it was. Well, but, the, but obviously, as you know, uh, Crazy Ray, what they're making a big deal about is how they treated the Mar-a-Lago raid with oh, yeah, a raid. I, I get that, but right. um, you know, I, I just whatever the stuff is. I mean, yeah, you know, he probably shouldn't have had it. I. I guess he broke the law by having it, but... But crazy rate. Let me... Okay, so you saw reactions of the media, the Joy Bahars, the Whoopi Goldbergs. They downplay it. it it's just... It, it's, it's very frustrating being a conservative these days because it seems like no matter which way you turn, here it is, you have two very, very similar scenarios of documents that should have, it should have been protected, shouldn't have been, in the case of Mar-a-Lago, in, in his possession, even as an ex-president. And the same thing happens with, with Biden... And yet, somehow, that's treated completely different. When will America finally wake up and realize that you know the system is 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 really it leans left? Well, yeah, we still never we never, we still never covered the fact that uh you know 
our, our New York State uh, senator then, uh, she was working in the, you know, D.C. and right. in her bathroom she had computers hooked up and right. taking in emails that were secret. Stuff, right, so. right, right. Uh, yeah, and of course we're talking about Hillary Clinton. It's just, I'm so glad that she's pretty much out of the hole. Uh, and then one, someone said, oh, well, no, because uh, Donald Trump is, uh, he, he, he's so, he's, he lies all the time. And, and he's the worst liar in the history of the, of the White House. And, and it's amazing. They say stuff like that, knowing, of course, that, you know, Bill Clinton, lying was essentially well, his middle Obama, name. Obama's administration was kind of the worst liar. Yeah, yeah but they'll never look at it that way. He's a rock star. You know, they, when, they, when they, they knew darn well that, that those people overseas, the, the Marines got killed for a reason, mm-hmm. and they came up with a... Well, they got killed because of a rap song lie. Oh, and they, yeah. And they, and they told that lie for a week. Right, 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 right. right. Back in uh, 2011 on, which... Uh, I mean, they're the worst liars mm-hmm. ever. Obama and, and I'm, you know, I'm sure that Biden was involved in it, and you know Hillary was involved in sure, it. Sure, sure. And, and she it, told us right out right at her hearing that, why does it matter? You right. Know? Why? Exactly. And it, God forbid if a conservative said something <laughs> like that. Uh, by the way, what are, you, what are your thoughts about this George Santos guy down in Long Island? They're, they're asking him to resign. You know anything about that, Crazy Ray? Yeah, I read a little bit about it. I, I don't. I didn't catch the whole story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, he. I mean, I could see. You know, there's some people that would say, "Oh, I, I was in Vietnam. I saw combat in Vietnam. I did this. I did that. I'm part Asian. I, I'm part Indian. I'm all Indian." You know, and that's one thing that they might say. But Santos was wrong on all levels. Holy mackerel! And then he claimed that his parents were involved in the, uh, had uh, something to do with the Holocaust. And my God, you're in the middle of the, this, uh, a population larger than Israel, and you're saying that. They put you well, in there thinking that you that. were. I, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I don't no. Know. He didn't actually see tattoos on her arms, and yeah, he shouldn't have thought that. No, no, just stupid. And he's so smug. And, and he says he's Jewish. This guy's, this guy's Latino. What are you talking about? Well, you had Sammy Davis Jr. No, I mean, this guy's not Jewish. From I've seen pictures from years ago with the Native American Blackfoot people sitting around the um, the table with my relatives. I right, and my mom said that some of our relatives were were Blackfoot, hmm. but I don't know that for sure. Why don't you go on uh, twenty three word for it DNA twenty three? So crazy, Ray. If we if we if we dug up some of your DNA, would you be associated? No, never mind. <laughs> they do call him crazy. Well, I, I, I got to only take her word for it. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess I could go get the DNA test and hope that. Somewhere there wasn't wasn't a crime committed by somebody in my family. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I them, but that would be that would be one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to get my DNA. I don't want to know if someone in my house, you know, I don't want to be responsible. Well, look for at that it. deal. Look at the deal there with the Ohio deal. That's what happened. The, the father put out a, D, a DNA test, and yeah. Uh, yeah. it all clicked then. And then we got this other case up in Massachusetts with the pudgy guy that obviously did something with his wife because. She's a lot hotter than he is. I'm sorry for being vain today, but and I'm just in a crazy mood. Remember that happened with the river killer too down in New York City. There, he, somebody in his family put out um, yeah. DNA years later, and, and they figured out him. He's in a, in a you know, he's in a nursing home. <laughs> so crazy. I don't know if you heard my idea earlier. Wouldn't it be great to have a TV show simply called DNA, and you have like a Robert Forsyth, you know, rich billionaire living on an island that delegates good-looking investigators to go from one city to another to solve a crime every week. It's always a different crime, different city every week, and, and different I'd cast of characters. You, you would watch that, wouldn't you? All right, I'm going to talk to uh, Bruce would. Whitman's son. I watch son. similar shows now, so sure. I yeah, exactly. As, and some of them might be one or two. Uh, you know, maybe you can have ongoing stories where you, you know, they overlap. be something like out of Love Boat or something. I, I watched a show on <laughs> YouTube this morning about Babyface baby Nelson. It was amazing. 
Oh, really? Uh, was it a documentary or the movie with Richard Dreyfuss? It was, it was just some show they used to have on TV. I don't even remember what they called it, but, hmm. but uh, you know, Bad Criminals, Bad, you know, I don't even know what it said. Was it just some old show and, uh, was it, the it was about Babyface Nelson's, uh, yeah. big, you know, short career he had. So. Yeah, yeah, because Richard Dreyfuss played him in the uh, Warren Oates movie back in the early 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I love him in uh, Brother, Brother, Where Art Now? I mean, they... <laughs> yes, awesome. They, you know he he's in the he's in that uh bank and uh, the little little lady goes oh, it's Nelson. who yeah. said that? <laughs> now, I'd, I'd have to see that. What channel did you see that? AMC or what? You know, it I've was been... on YouTube. There's a there's gotcha. a YouTube. I watch. I have my own YouTube. Channel, been, you know, and then I, it kind of connects to others. I wa I love AMC because it's uninterrupted and you can watch an old old. The other day I was watching a silent movie from 1928 and it was just it was just fantastic. It's just amazing to look at. Oh, I love old movies too. There, there's a lot of them on YouTube. They See, I have a, I have my own channel on there, and then whatever I watch, it kind of suggests different things. And now it suggests old because I do like to watch old movies. It suggests a lot of old movies. And so. and here's the thing: my parents were born in 1927, so while I'm watching this movie with with just it, it just drips with, with with Art Deco all over it. It's amazing how the sets that they built back in the day look better than what we look like now. The big doors, yeah, they the big windows. They couldn't do the movies like they did. Back no, then. they could. They shot them differently. The women had the short hair. Beautiful. Everyone talked really loud. Hello. Oh, actually, no. Those were sound. Uh, there were <laughs> those didn't have they any sound do, in the twenties. Imagine 20s. them trying to do Ben Hur. Well, they did do Ben Hur back it in the silent movie days. Well, they just did it recently. No, they did Ben Hur like three years ago. It sucked. No one yeah, saw it. Yeah, but it wouldn't. It, it wasn't even close. Well, that answers your question. They can't you know, make the like, movies. You know that the original Ben Hur. Yeah. Is just so amazing. It's, Three it's long, but you can sit through it. You, you, you're riveted. You of know? course. And three people died making it, making that movie right. in the chariot scene. Three people. It's incredible. Where's Osha when you need him? Uh, Crazy Ray, i got to go. i got to do a break, but thank you, my friend. That's Crazy right, Crazy Ray here. Wait, uh, oh, someone's on the phone. Let me just grab this real quick. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Are you still talking to Ray? No. Done, done, done. D-U-N. Done. Oh, it must be a, I must be have a replay there. Right. Well, no, a it's a delay. It's a delay. I didn't catch the hotline at noon, but I, I did have several people call me and said, tune in uh, to look at news junk and get the clip, and I did. Yeah. That was a pretty hectic show. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. thanks for bringing it up, Danny. And I, I just, uh, the, the general topic of banning people from the radio, you, you probably can if it's, if it's getting very racist, bigoted, and, you know, really slanderous. Contentious. And, defamation and what have you. Yeah, I can go along with that. Right. But if they're, if they're in there defending themselves like uh, Sameo does and some other people, I, I, I kind of take the other view. And also, I, I have to say that some of the callers was talking about uh, Jeff Smith, who's the mayor of the city on there hosting the show, which I don't have any problem with him doing that, but the, some of the, the techniques he uses when he was the defending the city and doing this, I think that's the wrong avenue or venue, I should say. Uh, to do that. Hmm. Well, explain that. I don't quite understand Well, that. I think if he's going to explain the position of the city, he should do it from the bully pulpit, not on the radio, because oh. if then if he, somebody calls in and don't have a chance to offer a different view, that his view stands, and it may be the wrong one that the well, I mean, I, don't agree with. It, so I think that's not... I think he should keep the politics out of it from the city's position, right. because he represents the city. Yeah, well, I mean, and you would agree with me, uh, Danny. I mean, Jeff Graham, uh, you know, held good court here. He kind of, you know, he did it for years as mayor, and, you know, and he uh, yeah, I, 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 if you, I wish you he, had the tape to go back. I didn't agree with that either. 
Uh, I, I think elected people can come on as guests and what have you, but I think hosting a show... Well, no, my point was I think Jeff did you know, an, an honorable job in not getting in, delving into a lot of his opinions. About, he talked about city politics. That's, that's almost impossible not to. But for the most part, he, uh, I, I thought he was fair and balanced is what I'm saying. Well, I, that, that, that's, it, it's, 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 a, it's a plank that's hard to walk. Yeah, it is. I think that the city business should be conducted uh, in the city venue and not on a radio show unless you're going to give an offsetting view of other people who is the taxpayers who right. keep those elected officials in office. Gotcha. No, <laughs> I, I understand. But I want to come back to this thing on the Biden documents. Yeah, go right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I think, uh, and I, I've got a lot of experience with uh, handling classified documents from my military days. Right. Uh, it, it's wrong. What's wrong? Wait, what's wrong? To, to have classified documents in your possession like that, whether Mar-a-Lago or in his office. Okay, so you, you agree that this is as bad, if you will, as, as Trump? No, I don't think it's as bad, and I just want to clarify that. Uh, it's, not as, it's not as bad because uh, here's the offset that I see. Uh, it's bad to have them in your possession like that, yes. Yeah. And here's a caveat. Uh, Biden and his lawyer and his legal team have been forthcoming real fast on exposing it and turning over the documents in one day to the NARA, the National Archives uh, record. And Trump of, didn't. Uh, of whoever that guy is. Right, whatever. And Trump didn't. And, and Mr. Trump didn't. He fought him tooth and nail. Right. All the way Not to mention they raided his house. All kinds of deals, denying he had them and all this and the picture. And so, so there's a little bit of a difference there, a shade of difference. Although I do say right up front, it, it, you should not have classified documents in your possession. There you go anywhere outside of the government because some people have held one document one or two documents and they're still serving jail time yeah i, I it's a serious stretch but why why didn't they do all the fanfare and you're going to say something danny i mean they raided the mar-a-lago uh, compound there with with force just like they did with roger stone uh, why is it because it's a sitting president they don't want to they don't want to have that you know that look well, i think the denials uh, right there overruled everything and then when the, the fbi went in with a valid search warrant from a judge uh, then they saw the documents laid out there. In, in Biden's case, they're saying, yeah, I didn't even know they were there. Ah, I, I there have a go. tendency to believe he did not know they were there. And we said, we're giving them to you right now, and they did it one day later. There you go. And, and that, that is the justification that one is much different than the other. Do, do, but do you see our, my point and others who say that the Maxine Waters, or for that matter, the Nancy Pelosi's... Yeah, I don't the, care about those people's views. All right, there you go. All right, fair enough. Right, I got to go, though, Danny. I got to do a break. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, I'll talk to you. That's uh, Danny Francis, and this is our last break. We'll be back. You've been hearing about Harridge's contracting, and now your roof is leaking. So get on the phone now and call 315-782-9129 and get your roof repaired or replaced altogether. Roof leaking? Call Harringers now. The roof people will always call you back. Hello, North Country. It's Frankie Capura, and we are bringing in the new year with some new inventory. Here at FX Capura Honda, we are geared up and loaded bringing in this new year with some hot new rides. When you're shopping for your next automobile, you want selection. And that's what we pride ourselves on here at FX Capura. Over 500 pre-owned cars in stock. We have it geared up and loaded from A to Z. Whether you're looking for a plow truck, or maybe a minivan, or how about a Cadillac Escalade, and well, maybe a BMW convertible, they're all here in stock. So take that short ride to savings on Outer Bradley Street at FX Capura Honda. Open seven days a week for your shopping convenience. 
And don't worry about the weather, because we got you covered with three indoor bays for your viewing and delivery pleasure. So simply shop us at fxhonda.com, pick out your new or used automobile, and we'll have it indoors ready with over 500 vehicles in stock. There's plenty to see. Who calls you back when you really need a roof or roof repair? Herringes Contracting. If the rain has done damage to your roof recently, give Herringes a call now at 315-782-9129. Wet rooftops giving you problems? Call Herringes now, the roof people who always call you back. Hey, did you hear Judy Collins and Al Jardine from the Beach Boys are performing at the Opera House this summer? Yeah, I already have my tickets. You do? How? I thought tickets aren't on sale until March. Well, I'm a patron. Did you know for only a $100 donation, you can purchase tickets before the public? And this year, I increased my tax-deductible donation, and now I can exchange my tickets if I'm unable to attend the show. There are so many perks to becoming a patron. You can find them on the Clayton Opera House website. The Clayton Opera House, your year-round entertainment destination. Welcome. Watch your step. Welcome back to the station. Uh, a couple of minutes left here. If you want, if someone wants to squeeze a phone call in here, by all means, 755-1240. 755-1240 is the number. We'd love to hear from you. Dip, 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 day. All right. Gotta love that music. Green Onions by... What's his name? Buco? Buco Cash? I said, if you're just tuning in, if you've been living under a rock for the last uh, couple of hours... Uh, Judge McCluskey has delayed his decision for various reasons for another within 10 days. You know, just make sure I reiterate that. Uh, Judge McCluskey did have his hearing today. He heard both arguments uh, from, uh, from both sides. That's uh, Mike Lundy's side and also Ms. Blevins' side. And the article's all there on, uh, ch- on check that news junkie spell of the big courtesy of our friends over there at Channel 7. Channel 7 had a big announcement yesterday that they just uh, put in $1 million of uh, some, you know, cap, cap, uh, just obviously the, an upgrade to, uh, to their facility there, assuming they did it with, uh, with their news department. They do that a lot. Even under uh, United, they spent quite a bit just not too long ago. So there's, there's a company that just uh, that keep forges on. I mean, that, it's it's gray, um, gray Media. I think they're Gray Media, whatever. Uh, they're out of the South. And uh, one of the biggest uh, TV owners in the in the country, uh, investing in it, and it makes a lot of sense. When when you dominate the uh, the marketplace since 1952, you want to keep it that way. And uh, and, and people might assume like, well, seven's never going to go down. So, well, look what you know. It, believe it. You read the trade magazines. Look what happened in Syracuse. Channel Five was the powerhouse down there, and they 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 shut. They they went dark about 10 years ago. And they got, you know, the FCC required them to stay on, of course, and the other uh, station bought them. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, am I still banned? No, you're not banned. Stop. You haven't been banned. <laughs> Jesus, it's a duff. Uh-oh, bad phone line. Oh, really? Yeah, it's terrible. I, could bear- I didn't hear a word you just said other than the laugh, and then we lost you. So stay by the phone, please. Yeah, I am by the phone. <laughs> It's okay, but we got 30 seconds. We're almost at 6 o'clock. All right. Well, hey, 1240 WA10 makes this legal. All right. Sorry about that, Duff. We got a bad phone line. And listen to the repeat. When you, I'm telling you, he, think, he thinks I'm lying to him. He, you know, he's upset now. I don't, I, I, again, I don't know what it is. And by the way, um, 
Danny Francis, his line is, I, 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 Danny's, I have to go way up with him. Crazy Ray, on the other hand, I got to go way down to like 20% because he's Crazy Ray. He's Crazy Loud Ray. But somehow or other, um, Duff's call just comes in like crap. I don't get that. I can never figure it out. And you can, you can hear that. So I'm not making this stuff up. So we're down to the nitty-gritty. And although Duff did it, I'll do it again. AM 1240, Debbie Eaton, Time makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow afternoon. CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We're following breaking news now. CBS News has learned more classified documents have been found in another location once used by President Biden. CBS's Matt Piper has the latest. The documents marked classified.